Hey, Stats Pack. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope everybody's doing well. Going to go over the game last night, Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus Dallas Cowboys. I'm not going to go super, super into detail about it because I'm going to be talking with Stefan uh, later today. Probably upload that podcast tomorrow on the game. So, jumping in on the game yesterday, I'll just start off with some thoughts that Dak and Brady just played awesome. Um, I think there was barely any run game between the two teams with Dak Prescott throwing the ball for 58 times and Tom Brady throwing for 50 times. Uh, Dak had 403 yards, three touchdowns and one interception. Brady had 379 yards, a touch, uh, four touchdowns and two picks. Both of those picks uh, were not as fall. There's a lot of drop balls. It was a sloppy game for the Buccaneers. However, they looked overall other than the mistakes. I mean, it was a first game obviously coming out other than those mistakes like fumbling the ball, not catching the ball, getting it up for interceptions by having a, you know, not catching it, etc. Uh, Brady looked really, really good. Uh, Antonio Brown on top of it, he looked great. Five receptions, 121 yards, and a touchdown. Chris Godwin, nine catches, 105 yards, and a touchdown. Rob Gukrowski, eight receptions, 90 yards for two touchdowns. One thing about Rob, he didn't look like he was he was fast here, but damn, he has really good hands still. He has great hands, and he knows how to get into the right space. Leonard Fournette, five catches, 27 yards. Mike Evans, three catches, 24 yards. And Giovanni Bernard, the former Bengals, two catches, 12 yards. On defense, leading the way was Devin White with eight tackles. Levante David with five tackles. And Tony Winfield Jr. with five. Onto the Cowboys, like I said, Dak Prescott, 403 yards, three touchdowns. Ezekiel Elliott, 11 carries for 33 yards. Amari Cooper leading the way for the Cowboys. Big game, 13 reception, 139 yards, two touchdowns. CeeDee Lamb, seven receptions, 104 yards, and a touchdown. He looked great. Dalton Soltz, six catches, 45 yards. On the defense, Anthony Brown. With six tackles, five assists. Jaron Curse, three tackles, six assists. And Micah Parsons with three tackles and six assists. Trevon Diggs and Jordan Lewis got the picks up for the Cowboys. Okay, I'm going to jump into some little blurbs here from both of the teams after the game. So, Cowboys deck. Uh, sorry, Cowboys Dak Prescott. Farewell to. By the way, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it again. Dak Prescott, after coming from back from that injury, he looked like. A freaking pro bowler. He looks really good. Uh, Dak Prescott's farewell to Tom Brady sends a message about his confidence. Dak Prescott strode through the double doors of the concrete antechamber, waiting patiently in the corner with his luggage. He had just thrown 403 yards and three touchdowns at Raymond James Stadium. His Cowboys falling 31-29 to the Buccaneers in a match more competitive than many expected. Prescott then exchanged a hug and words with Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady, bidding seven-time Super Bowl champion Farewell with a bold proclamation. We'll see you again. As in, we'll see you again in the playoffs. Now with his finger bleeding, uh, bleeding finger bandage in his uniform swap from fresh white Cowboys t-shirt he'd wear on the charter home, Prescott awaited the conclusion of receivers Amari uh, Cooper's moments at the podium. Cooper did not glance back to discover his quarterback had arrived. The receiver instead forged on, sharing the message he gave to his entire receiving course earlier in this week. We're good. We're not that great. Prescott challenged Cooper in the huddle. Uh, no, we're not trying to be great. We're trying to be the best. Cooper called after a 13-catch night because there are great teams every year that don't win at all. And it's really stood out to me, though. It changed that. We're not trying to be a good receiving core. We're trying to be a good 
trying to be good team. Oh, we're not trying to be a good team. We're trying to be a great team. We're trying to be the best. Um, yeah, they looked good. They looked like a playoff team for sure. Did they look better than the Buccaneers? No, they did not. If the Buccaneers clean up their act, they're going to roll through a lot of teams. This is Gronk on Brady reading Cowboys defense. He's been at it. He said he sees it all. He's been playing for 70 years. When Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady hit Rob Gronkowski for an 11-yard touchdown in the third quarter on Thursday night, they weren't running the play as originally called. Instead, they were relying on Brady's audible at the line of scrimmage. Gronkowski said after the game that Brady audible to play, first calling on Gronk's, uh, Gronk to block, then changing it to a play to have Gronk block and receive based on what Brady saw from the Cowboys' defense. So Brady made a great call, Gronk said. I was actually on route, and then he checked me into blocking, and then he checked me into blocking and releasing. He sees it all on the field. It's impressive. I mean, the guy's been playing for like 80 years. He's seen everything on defense. Brady's actually starting his 22nd season in the NFL, not his 80th, but it feels like Brady could play for another 80 years. He's showing no side slowing down. That is for sure. He looked damn good. He had a rocket last night, just a cannon. He was finding those spots all over the place, and it would have been a blowout if they would have caught all their balls. Kendrick Perkins. So on the Lakers, go some Lakers news. Kendrick Perkins says the Lakers could approach 70 wins this season. Uh, so Kendrick Perkins proclaimed that the Lakers could win 70 wins this season. Uh, I'm going to say no, no. Uh, Golden State's back to full health. Uh, the Clippers, Phoenix Suns, uh, they have some competition this year. 60s, yes. Yeah, 70s, I'm going to say no way. Maybe I'll eat my words later, but I do not think so. There's gonna they're an older team, so I believe you know some are gonna get hurt. They're gonna have to take some rest, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Hit them hitting seventy wins, I highly doubt. All right, just touching on the uh, teammates in F one. That's Nikita Maspin and uh, Schumacher Mick. Maspin suggests that Schumacher needs protection after Uncle Ralph's outburst. So. Maspin has hit back some comments from uh, Ralph Schumacher. So that's a mix of. Uncle following Dutch Grand Prix signature house teammate needs protection from his family. The relationship between the rookie duo has soured drastically since the summer break in the wake of the flashpoint events at the Dutch Grand Prix. Grand Prix, excuse me. Maspin's late block on Schumacher to start finish straight. The damage the latter's front wing sparked post race anger between the pair. Reacting furiously, former Williams and Toyota driver to Uncle Mick. Ralph then told uh, knew that there's Sky the Sky Dushland. Mick was in a perfect position to overtake when Maspin twitched and pulled over and even broke the front wing in the process. Uh, yeah, they're in the two slowest cars in the F one and they're just going at it. Look, they're fighting for a job. They're fighting for space you know, on the team. Obviously Nikita being that his dad has all the money, I think he's in a much better spot than Mick is at keeping his job. Uh, we shall see. All right everybody Thanks for listening to the Stats Beast Podcast. I'm your host, Jason St. Clair. Take care, and I hope everybody's doing well. Bye.